Whom here? Forget about me. I st I'm still here. I still exist. I'd like to thank our Patreon. Hmm. Oh, yes. Michelle Scott. Chelsea Tab Hilke. Carol Nash. Heather Baird. An a favorite of mine. Sounds somewhat like Bird. David Forsey. Robert Andrews. Noreen Elizabeth. Michelle B. Olga Krasik. Michael Pollard. Jason Campbell. Mike Hammond. Chris Walsh. And Mary Rain. I thank you all from my perch in the eternal forest. Ooh, mysterious origin. For whom, Watcher? Hmm, yes, whom doesn't quite know how to end this read correctly. Is there a way to correctly end? Perhaps you merely stop. Hello, Yuri Ditchdigger here, with my law-bardly duties of catching you up on the past. But first, a riddle. What has a butt but cannot sit, brings tears to your eyes without violence or insult, and is able to kill a dungeon master's exposition in an instant? If you figure it out, let us know at Wonder and Blunder on Twitter. See this? as a fun game. Anyway, here's what happened last week. The party spoke... Shayir's name into the compass of the lost, which guided them into the forest, where they met a tree who was wearing a crown that made it very fast. Ben freed the tree from the responsibility of being able to move around and talk very quickly by taking the crown, rendering the tree uh, just a normal, just a regular tree again. They then reached Shayir's secret destination, the Enclave, a surprisingly pleasant community nestled in the center of the Rotten Pines where a group of were-tigers had gotten together, originally seeking an item called the Heart's Mirror, which lets you transform into your truest self. But when they couldn't find the mirror, they realized that while they weren't being hunted and persecuted by the people around them, that life as a were-tiger wasn't so bad. So they've learned to coexist with the forest, and the party shared a nice meal with them, as Bree talked to the clan elder about the hunters that pursued them before they got there. Some of them scared and ignorant people, but others, terrifying sport hunters who strike with stealth, speed, and precision. So that's where we left off. Let's see where this whole were-tiger thing goes. Boy, I hope it doesn't add six or seven new NPCs to the party. It is getting crowded. Find out on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. As the night goes on, you have a dinner of this just massive boar that they've pulled out of the woods, uh, the were-tigers. Again, just can't stop thanking you enough for bringing Shair back, uh, for giving them a good plan to get Hain back. It seems like they'll all be reunited within the next couple of days. Uh, so they are just partying. They're asking you all of these questions. They exchange stories with you, uh, different legends about the Heart's Mirror, about their lives before... Uh, a couple of them, you meet some of the younger ones who were actually born in the forest and hadn't experienced life outside of it, are especially curious about that life. Uh, but then, after dinner, you make your way back to the rope and are about to head back into the forest. Um, Shire again comes with you and just sort of waves you off as you go. Your rope is still tied off, heading back to the cabin. Bree has a sad, longing look on her face as she leaves kind of swallows it as, as she often does and, and continues marching onwards solemnly. I, I think Ben would turn to Shair and say like, um, I'm glad we, we got you back to your people. Uh, it, um, about the training, is there a, like a, um, like a, a scroll or a book uh, of teachings that maybe I could borrow from you no. to learn how to shapeshift? We, we don't actually have much of a written history, but that is a good idea. We're still a fairly new community, so the need hasn't come up yet. But um, for just cases like this, maybe we'll work on something. Okay. Um. I'll tell you what. Next time you're in the area, look for the Traveler's Shrine. And if you go there, I'll, I'll leave a marking for you. And if I can come up with some sort of scroll or book or, or written tips for you, 
I'll leave it there. Okay. Okay, that that's that's great. Thank you. It does get easier. Okay. Um, good. Thank you very much for your hospitality. Um, we wish you the greatest of fortune. And back to you. Uh, I hope somehow we do end up seeing each other again someday. Yeah, With any luck. that'd be nice. And uh, you step back into the forest. Uh, so who's leading the way? I believe that's... stars in the front. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I think that's <laughs> my job, but by all means, Star, go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, sort of standing at the edge of the clearing the whole time, kind of not wanting to really like was just kind of like okay we got this job over with he didn't trust Shire the entire time anyway let's just get back <laughs> like you know yeah so you make your way back into the forest I think, I think as they start walking like and and it disappeared the sound of the village disappears behind him Ben would just say to Rowan like I hope we can come back oh well I don't see why we couldn't I mean we've got a lot of things on our docket but I'm sure we can make a trip around again I hope so yeah, I guess I'll give your, your shoulder a little squeeze and uh, give you a wink and, and kind of keep trucking. Yeah, Ben gives you like a half smile. Mm. The longer we're here, the more I like this place. It's unexpected. It certainly has its perks. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This place sucks. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's awful. We're going to get lost at any minute. We could starve to death. We have no control over where we're going. There's all this awful magic everywhere. Uh, let's. <laughs> I think of the adventure, though. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing that's keeping me here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Star. You know, I've always appreciated your pragmatism. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say that, you come out through the trees. The, uh, the deafening silence of the forest breaks around you as you come back into the clearing. Uh, the rope leading safely back to the cabin. At least no friggin' Nilbog. He's just started his mutters as he like wanders a little bit faster away from the group. Do Nilbogs respond to you know their name like some other fairies do? Oh, you're wondering if if knowing the creature's true name would would provide you some sort of uh, resistance against it, or perhaps power over it. Oh no, I was actually wondering if. Just, you know, talking about it would oh, curse us. Oh, speaking of it too much would summon it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. We should be careful then. This is a thing that can be done? Yeah, it's kind of, I guess you could call it a secret, and you kind of put something out there, and if you put it out there enough, <laughs> it comes back to you. <laughs> well, this sounds like a terrible idea. Let, uh, let us not speak of this. Uh, let us not speak. Uh, he just like clasps you on the shoulders and, and pushes everyone towards the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a big fire just outside of the uh, walls of the cabin in the actual clearing itself. And Yuri is sitting around with Diglin and uh, the tabaxi folk. Uh, and Vito is sitting there as well. But the tree people and Fezric are sort of off to the side, still inspecting this giant corpse. Uh, but Yuri sees you coming and uh, just sort of waves at it, at you and uh, says, Ah, you were going for a while there. We were about to send a search party. We had um, a really nice dinner. The tiger people um, have a lovely little encampment here. Oh, sweet. Did you bring anything back? Oh, no. We we ate it while we were there. Uncle Yuri, there's a village of tiger people, werewolves, but there are tigers, and they're, they could have trained me, but we had to leave. Oh, that's it. That's that was quick. Okay, sorry. I was expecting a lot more. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I have a lot of blank spots in my memory from the Tiger Village. <laughs> uh, they told us of great magical item in forest, Yuri, and maybe of interest to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, this place is going right on my map because I'm I'm thinking about coming here and setting up shop for a while. We could just send you know a fishing rod in here and then bring back whatever we catch. Oh, I found a magical item, Uncle Yuri. Look at this crown. Balin gave it to me. Oh, well, what? I found it, but then he gave it to me. This Wait, is perfect. Uh, I'm going to uh, tie... tree gave it to you. I took it from the tree. He didn't want, want it. Yes, and actually, Ben, I had a chance to look at that uh, while we were eating dinner, and it um, appears to give um, creatures and plants the ability to talk and the intelligence to do so, which I, I suppose is, was somewhat self-evident in its function, but... Um, there's nothing to be feared from you wearing it, and uh, so, should you ever want a conversational partner, so I can, can give it 
I could put this on garlic? <gasps> yes. I guess <laughs> we can have yet another <laughs> talking NPC. Watching, watching the soul inside Mike's eyes die as you bring that up was really a cherished moment. It was the first one I thought of when you found the crowd. Oh. There's a, also so garlic can join, Brett, or we can put it on Gertie or Brett. Yeah, yeah, and they can join Stardust, Light, Sky, Fezzard, the Wodes, Bido, Yuri, <laughs> Diglin, <laughs> Caravan, indeed. So you could put on House, and House could talk. Ooh. It is like oh. Rowan always says: if walls have ears, <laughs> it 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 only works if the creature is not already. Intelligent enough. I, I'm not sure what level of intelligence the house possesses, but perhaps it would work. I'm gonna put it on garlic. It <laughs> <laughs> <And> runs off. <laughs> so, uh, Yuri, have you ever heard of the uh, Heart's Mirror? The Heart's Mirror. No, I can't say I have, but uh, I could check the old ledges. It allows you to become your truest self. Apparently, I don't know. Ah, oh, that sounds like some convoluted bullshit. A lot of people yeah. would pay a lot of gold for. Absolutely. The, uh, that's what I was thinking as well. It's certainly valuable. Well, what do you think? Do we put this whole thing on hold a little bit and go looking for a mirror? Absolutely uh, not. I don't think so. We have very pressing concerns, but certainly we should return once we have more free time. Listen, can, I've been thinking about it while you've been gone, I, and we don't need very much rope to send you very far, so I was thinking we could tie each of you off and send you in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> and you're bound to come back with something good. <laughs> yeah, or, or bad. Well, you're right. I, yeah, there's definitely some bad things, too. I think, you know, that's not a bad idea, but I think maybe first we, we stick to our current mandate, and then maybe when we bring Benjamin back for some tips uh, from those folks, uh, we can do our own fishing as well. Well, I hope so. I mean, we're actually getting pretty full in the caravan. That big old chair uh, taking up quite a bit of room. Uh, Bree, I think we're going to have a conversation about how much of giant creatures you can continue to strap onto the side. <laughs> well, I am taking leg, but uh, I figure rest we will probably need to feed to house. All right, that's the strangest sentence I've been happy to hear in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad. Speaking of, uh, I, I have to shoo off these vultures. Uh, and Bree starts like <laughs> making her way over to the woes and Fezrik and just like big, big shoe motions towards them. <laughs> and, yeah, Fezrik is like, ah, yes, very fun. And just starts running away and he's like, chase me. <laughs> I think Bree unknowingly joins in this. Sorry. <laughs> oh, poor Oh, God. me. Thrill of the hunt, baby. <laughs> if Bree just tore him apart, <laughs> he gets carried away. <laughs> Starts doing the uh, roll of death. Alligator roll. Yeah. Okay, so Fezrik's dead. Uh, <laughs> One less NPC to worry cut. about. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sh yes, Sh should we rest for the evening, or, or should we exit the forest immediately? Uh, eh, I think it's a good idea to rest. I don't know what everyone else thinks. In case Lilia is waiting for us. We're not there. in that much of a rust. rush, are we? A rust. Yeah, I mean, there's a few tasks that I'm are so made tired better by the morning line. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, Diglin, who's who's next to the fire as well, says, well, uh, I, I mean, I feel pretty good. Uh, I guess it depends. I'm not sure how long it's going to take us to get out using the compass. Uh, so I, I don't know if we leave in the morning, if we'll get out before dark again, or if it's better to leave now, hoping we'll get out in the morning. Oh, hmm. yeah. Well, uh, how much of a speaking of intelligence, how much of an autopilot can this uh, can this hero cabin go on? Can can we just kind of you know tell it to to do its thing, and, and we sort of sleep through like we're on some kind of well a mimic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you could take a nap. I'll have to drive her, uh, and I'll need mm. somebody else. Uh, neither of us are very good with a compass. Could we take turns? Um, perhaps. Uh set up a yeah. sort of rotating watch that uh, guides the house as it moves. Yeah, uh, of course. I got everything ready to go while you left. Uh, our plan was to leave, so we're pretty well set up. Uh, Yuri's got the caravan all secured. Well, uh, I guess no time like the present. Sure. Um, I can um, 
show you how it works. Well, um, who are we going to everyone's, focus everyone's, on? Who were we going to focus on? I believe it was me. Um, Gelra was able to show show me who I was most seeking and and who was most seeking me, and and I know that he's not in here. Um, all right then. Uh, uh, this is strange. Uh, and I'll sort of pull out the the compass uh, and sort of look at it and. and <clears throat> Valendarius Iron Rutherford the Fourth. And the finger, which has just sort of been idly gliding back and forth in this mist inside, spins in a complete circle, uh, and everybody sees Valen's shadow spin all around him as well. And then both of them point in a distinct direction, uh, just to your right, Valen, out into the forest. Hmm. So well, uh... I suppose if we follow this, it eventually will lead us out of the forest. Mm-hmm. It that way to like Pralia. Our job is uh, hmm, Pralia. Just the south side of the forest, I imagine. Okay, well, we'll uh, uh, pile yeah. in inside the walls. We'll get this fire put out and then uh, hit the road. And everyone else can get some rest. I'll, I'll take first watch. Um, who will be relieving me? Well, I don't mind. No, I don't mind giving you a break when the time comes. Uh, two hours each ought to do it. I would be better suited to the daylight uh, when we are ready to move, but. Because okay. I know people have night vision, and Pri does not have night vision. <laughs> um, so uh, everybody gets up. The The dinner that they were having is already kind of over. You can see the remains of some mushroom stew <laughs> sitting around. Uh, they put out the fire. The woads actually are very quick with tearing down this sort of dinner fire that has been put up. As everybody makes their way in, you get in your regular places in the cabin, I guess, so everybody but Valen is going to go into the cabin and sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes the most sense. And remember, we're not looking for Hart's mirror. <laughs> I wink at Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you head in. Uh, Diglin stays outside with you, Valen, and brings mm-hmm. you up to the battlements, sort of, this the top of the fence that surrounds, uh, next to the two big crossbows that have been set up there. Uh, you can see Bido has sort of set up a little nest on top of the caravan, the other, mm-hmm. not Bree's top, but the other top next to his ballista. giant crossbow, his ballista, yeah, and is just sort of sitting and watching, uh, happy to have some people up during the night for once, and uh, you all go in and take your seats. Diglin says, all right, uh, let's get this started, and then she whistles, and the ground under all of you rumbles. And she says, yeah, that's all right, still quite unsettling. Yeah, you get used to it. It's actually uh, it's a quite an impressive process, if I remember correctly. And just as she says that, all the pseudopods shoot up out of the ground, straight up in the air. These big purple, almost elephant foot-like pseudopods. And they bend quickly and force themselves onto the ground. And then the whole chunk of land around it, again, uproots itself up out of the ground. And all of you inside feel that slight sway. It's fairly gentle, uh, but when it does happen, all of you, wherever you're sitting, stick immediately to this whatever surface you are attached to. So as it moves, there's no you don't get knocked around or anything because you are adhered to the surface mm. uh, with this sort of strong goop. Rose. I am sleeping uh, on caravan. Release. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, as, as when the when it stands up fully it does release everyone. Uh and then as it starts to move, then you see like the chair start to move back and forth. Uh there's another chair over in the corner which is just kind of like swaying a little bit as the uh as the caravan moves. All the books sort of topple over a little bit as it starts to make its way out into the trees, and then immediately just following your directions, Valen starts tearing down the trees in front of it and digging its way into the big forest. Did we walk directly into those uh, Directly into the ones you woke up earlier, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that. (laughs) uh, Diglin, don't mention that to Rowan. (laughs) She says, mention what? (laughs) Right. um, On we go. So over the next half hour or so... Ah, ah, ah... How does garlic feel about all this? Did you put the crown on garlic? <laughs> You're goddamn right, Ben. Put the crown on garlic. <laughs> okay. Uh, where where are you doing that? 
Uh, probably just inside. I think Garlic was asleep inside the caravan. Yeah, okay. So you come in, Garlic, yeah, wags his little tail as you come in again. Her, please. Thank you. Her. <laughs> she wags her tail. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't seen Garlic in quite some time. It's almost like she doesn't exist most, in most like cases. It's almost like we forgot about Garlic for it's a It's almost like months. she's only here to torment me. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Almost. That's but, weird no. that you say that because I've never thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Ben. I don't know. Has Ben fed garlic? Is garlic still alive? I think Yuri is Ben. I think garlic is Yuri's now. At this point. <laughs> garlic is Bido's. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Ben just plops down and goes, uh, hey, "Hey, girl, I got something for you," and sticks the crown on her head. So yeah, you bring the crown down as it gets close to garlic's head. It shrinks down to an adorable little size and then fits perfectly. Uh, her Aww. two ears like pop up straight through the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she says, Papa! <laughs> uh, Hello, Papa! <laughs> hi! Hi, uh, l- little one. Uh, you can talk now. Yes! You have put the hat on me, which has made me smart! Thank you, Papa! <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? It's, I'm just t- crying with heaviness. <laughs> Me as well. I cry in my heart, Papa. Oh, this. <clears throat> wow. Uh, so, uh, what do you want to do? Oh, I would love to eat. <laughs> okay. Um, you have we're... not fed me in many ages, Papa. <laughs> where, f- where, what have you been eating? The small lizard feeds me rats. Bito. Yes, I hate him so. <laughs> oh no, he's what? What did Bido do? He feeds me rats. Don't you like? Uh, you don't like rats? I do what I I eat what I'm given. Okay, what would like you prefer? Like a good girl, Papa. You're very you're a very good girl. Thank you. What would you like instead? Oh, literally anything. <laughs> okay. I think Ben is, is there any Do wolf not meat make left? Me kill for my meal anymore, Papa. <laughs> he makes oh, you kill the, the he doesn't kill the rats? No, he says I must learn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um And Ben is like looking at the crown and <laughs> kinda Ooh, bites his lower lip and just takes the crown off. <laughs> Responsibility is a heavy burden. And then the crown springs back out to its regular size and Garlic just continues wagging her tail and then flops mm-hmm. over for a belly rub. I rub that belly. Yeah. Uh, and Ben has learned a valuable lesson about the responsibilities of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Not adding too many more NPCs on my watch. (laughs) (laughs) A heavy price. (laughs) All right, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Cut to Ben's got the the crown back on, sitting on the floor of the caravan, uh, the uh, uh, mimic with uh, uh, garlic in his lap. Yeah, she has completely (laughs) fallen asleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're all just sort of uh, sitting on the floor, Uh, having a sleep. Stars Mm -hmm. in the chair by the fire. Mm -hmm. I think I'm... uh, Uh gonna be something something that doesn't mind things being sticky hmm a snake maybe yeah snakes are sticky as hell Uh, no 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 (laughs) don't mind things being sticky (laughs) (laughs) totally different (laughs) uh yeah yeah you uh you you can turn into a snake the the nothing in here is sticky anymore now now that things are moving you have been released it was just sort of a a brief grim reminder of what Mm. you are sitting in (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think Ben is just yeah. He's got garlic in his lap. He's kind of near the fire, near uh, in his in his uh, bedroll, and he's uh, reading a book on uh, that one on um, kind of religion, kind of general religious. Mm-hmm. Bree is oh. just out on the caravan, uh, probably working on that femur club, while she waits for her turn to look out. Okay. Um, so we we can kind of count this as the beginnings of a long rest. If uh, if 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 all goes smoothly, then you can uh, take level a long up. rest from this and level up, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We did nah. so yeah. much. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Valen, you are looking out over the front, sort of telling Diglin which way to turn uh, again while using this compass through the forest. It does every once in a while spin, 
Sometimes it feels like you're going back the way that you came, uh, taking lots of lefts and rights. It's a very winding path through the forest. Uh, and the you can see how sort of clumsy the cabin is. It's not a precise control that Diglin has over this queen mimic. Uh, she does her best to rein it in different directions using food and commands, but it's uh, it's definitely not great at staying on track. Right. Um, so you can make a, a survival check with advantage for having the compass. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, nat twenty. Ooh. Minus one for a 19. <laughs> Sweet. You feel like you're able to keep Diglin turning the house in the right direction. So it, it things things go pretty smoothly uh, for your watch. So that, that two hours comes up. You still really don't know how close you are to the edge of the forest, but you are still moving through it. Or how much looping we're doing, but yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, your two-hour watch is up. I suppose I look around to see if Rowan is getting up on his own to come get me. And if I don't see him, I'll uh, ask Diglin, um, uh, just uh, uh, keep her on course here for, for a moment. I'll I'll just go get Rowan. Sure, mm. sure thing. If if you actually look over as you say that and like start heading in that direction, you'll see me come out of the cabin. I, I don't think I would have fallen asleep right away. Or if I did, then uh, I, I definitely would have woken up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I'll, I'll, I'll pass you the, the compass. It seems to... Um, lead us in a bit of a zigzagging pattern, but uh, here's hoping it, it's getting us out. Okay, well, now there's nothing I need to... There's no magic words, or I don't have to do anything with it, right? I, I just kind of relay direction. Uh, I believe it should continue pointing and in the same uh, direction. All right. Well, seems easy enough. You get yourself some shut-eye now. Uh, thank you. Will do. Uh, yeah, and I... Um, yeah, I guess stand next to Diglin and uh, kind of give her a grin and be like, well, it's going to be the two of us for a little while. This is nice. And Diglin says, yeah, yeah, uh, let's uh, just keep us on track and get out of here before uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll feel a bit better when I know we're not actually lost and just wandering in circles. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Let's see here. Okay, yeah, well, it looks like we're, we're still on Baron for now, yeah. Uh, so you can make a survival check with advantage. All right. I have 24. So again, as you make your way forward, it's a fairly uneventful watch. Mm. Uh, Bido has now moved up next to you and is sort of sitting down, watching as things go. Uh, Pretty bored. Normally, I guess he wanders around Mm -hmm. outside the walls a bit more during this. So he's feeling a little cooped up. So he's just sort of up with you, just bothering you. Right. Um, But yeah, then your uh, watch is over. Um, if I could, um, just before I head to bed, I would want to um, head out to the sort of the, the back wall, um, sort of behind the, the cabin, a little, a little bit of privacy. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll set down um, my, my book and, and take out the, the orb, and I would like to cast Sending. Okay. Uh, and I'll uh, cast it um, to reach out to Femora. Okay. Um, and my message will be, where are you? I'm looking for you. Father is not well. Why did you leave? Uh, and I think a couple of minutes of silence go by and probably like about to pack up mm-hmm. and sort of give up uh, when you hear, as you like reach down towards your book to put it away, you hear, I can't tell you that. It's good to hear your voice. Keep your head down. Don't look for me. I'll sort of sigh with frustration and and just pack everything up and, and head in to go to bed. So as you go to pack up your book, you go to lift it up off of the rock that you've laid it down on, and it mm-hmm. won't go. It's stuck. Now, is the rock part of the mimic? <laughs> uh, no, nothing or, else is stuck. Uh, what, what? What is this? Uh, Take that, wizard. Excuse me. I, I thought... I thought it was just the cabin. And I'll like sort of like look underneath and like see see if I can like pry a, like a little dagger underneath it. Uh, yeah. So when you lift up the book and look underneath, you see the rock opens with all of these teeth and pounces on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. And it's going to try to bite you. Ah, it's a baby. <laughs> so it's a 12 to hit. Uh, that misses because I, well, 
it, it hasn't been eight hours since we headed into the woods. No. So my mage armor is still up. And so with a little blue flash, it sort of bounces off. Yeah, so it, it yeah it slides off the side of your mage armor, dropping the book as it dives towards you. Uh, and then it's just kind of like hopping on the ground next to you. Uh, it, two little eyes have opened up in the top of the rock. And just this little mouth is just biting at you. Well, aren't you adorable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this pad rock, pad rock. <laughs> Uh, well, hello there. My, my, my name is Valen Darius. Um, uh, pleasure to meet you. Please <laughs> refrain from eating my things. And it's like... <laughs> and starts running towards you again, like hopping forward and trying to bite at your ankles. Yeah, could I cast, like, prestidigitation and try to, like, make some, like, fireworks and flashes out to the, like, out to my right just a little bit to distract it? Uh, sure. Do performance? Sure. Or what? What? I, what skill would you use for that? I, I persuasion, but performance is fine. Yeah. Uh, it's only an eight. Yeah, it just keeps hopping towards you. Uh, it's quite <laughs> slow, so you're able to yeah. just back away from it easily. But but it it is yeah, just sort of. <laughs> yeah, I've and just got like I an armful of stuff. like books and like some of my like casting. And then as it uh, as you get like fifteen feet away from it, it just stops. And the eyes close and the mouth closes and it just looks like a rock again. Well, isn't that isn't that something? Huh. Hmm. I, I I should tell Diglin that there's a new mimic on board. Uh, and yeah, just before I I head to bed, I'll, I'll head back out to to Rowan and Diglin. So there, yeah, still up on the wall. Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, um, you you may be interested to notice. Um, um, we have a new voyager with us. Uh, a young mimic uh, has been born. It seems, however, that happens. Ah, uh, no. Oh, you naughty girl! And like shakes his shakes her finger at the pseudopods. She says, "Ah, so we must have fed her too much. She gets a good meal, she'll just start making babies like crazy." It certainly has an appetite. She takes mm. out a um a, a couple more of those like wooden cards and feels over them, and then gets a bright red one and sort of throws it down to you and says, uh, "Just go stick that to it, so we know not to uh, use whatever it is. What is it? Is it like a?" Like a book, um, it does a lot of books. It's a, uh, currently, it's a, a boulder. Ah, okay, that's not too bad. Once it was a spoon, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'll be on my guard. Yeah, stick this to the top of it so everybody knows it's a mimic, and then uh, eventually, if we, if we walk over some kind of dungeon or something, she'll uh, just sort of poop it right in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Very well. That's lovely. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and and Valen, while you're doing that, uh, have a look around for garlic too. We don't uh, we don't want them to cross paths. Uh, very good point. Um, mm. um, Bito. Yeah. I I've seen you um, caring for for garlic. Uh, would you mind uh, helping me locate her? Oh, the dog. Yes. Ah, uh, the uh, the kid took the dog. Oh, okay. Um, I'll I'll have a look around. Yeah, okay, she'll be fine. Oh, uh, here, she's probably hungry. And he takes a, a rat out of his pocket, like a live squirming rat. Um, that's that's fine. You you hold on to that. You, you, you may want that later. Oh, I have to feed her again. I feed her when you guys gone. Just take a little bit. I just feel like, that's... you know, we all live together, and there are a certain amount of chores that need to be done, and it's not fair to just go off and do all the fun stuff and then just leave me behind to, you know, take care of whatever you need done. Rowan just sort of nods to himself at this, actually. Uh, Baito, that is an excellent point. Um, I apologize. On on behalf of everyone, uh, we have yeah. not been um, judicious in our doling out of responsibilities. Thank you. I accept your apology, and you can have and my dish future... duty for the next week to make up for it. <laughs> I sort of, uh, like, uh, gulp a little bit. Uh, certainly. Uh, yes, mm. that that seems fair. Yes, very judicious. I'm trying to move oh, up uh, the uh, rankings here. We're going to have all these new people here. You know, I don't want to stay at the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> oh, please. I, I hope we don't think of all of this as a, as, as a hierarchy. Uh, well, that, that's how it always works, isn't it? No, 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 no. That's, that's unnecessary. Um, we're all members of the caravan, and, and we all share the responsibilities and the privileges. Right. But, like, there's, like, a king, though. That one? And points at Bree. 
<laughs> who is just like laid back on the caravan, like belly up, yeah. distended with all the meat from the previous meal. Yeah. <laughs> she eat the most, so probably the boss, right? <laughs> Rowan kind of shrugs and sort of nods at that, actually. <laughs> Will we all participate in decisions together? But I bet if it came down to it, the boss would decide. <laughs> and I, I'll reach out and like snatch the rat from his hand, <laughs> and and t- and take it with me as I like walk off, kind of thinking. Yeah, and he also is sitting there looking perplexed at this idea of no boss. Fido's gonna start a fight between mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your uh, your watch goes by uneventfully, Rowan. Hmm. Did I manage to to make Diglin crack a smile at all? I was very, very funny and clever. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, just like a charisma check. Okay. A fifteen, you know, above average. Fifteen, yeah. She never, she didn't snap at you the whole time you were out there, which I think is a new sort of record for you. That's that the longest great. time you've spent with her without her snapping at you. Yeah, I feel <laughs> real good about that. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of walk back to the cabin with a bit of a hop in my step. I think I really made inroads today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I'll open the door and uh, kind of look around, expecting to see somebody starting to stir for their uh, next watch, and then realize nobody volunteered for the next watch. <laughs> and then uh, I'll look at Star, who's all bundled up in the chair, and then I'll look at Kara, who's all slithered in a in one of those snake circles. <laughs> and then I'll look at Dust, and obviously move on to Sky. And then I'll sigh, and then I'll think about the wonderful inroads I've made with Diglin, and I'll go up for another watch. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, uh, yeah, kind of come up behind him, uh, behind Diglin, and be like, you know, uh, I think maybe we'll, uh, I think a-, a little more stargazing with you would be all right. Great. <laughs> 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 and I'll immediately get into a thing about uh, some of the constellations that are up there, and uh, and just just talk the compass is sort of like left on the the table and every now and then i'll, I'll like on the uh, the edge of the wall and every now and then i'll like glance at it just to make sure but uh, i'm definitely more involved in telling her about all of the constellations okay so you as you're talking you see all these the pseudopods sort of moving trees back and forth uh cracking them off most of the time sort of still doing its its process of stripping them down with a pseudopod and mm. then eating everything that sticks <laughs> As it walks, then uh, you you cross through a couple of clearings. You see uh, one with three large boulders arranged in a triangle. Uh, as as you sort of walk over those, the pseudopods like tip one of the big boulders over, like uprooting it as it goes, and it just plows through the center uh, mm. and then dives into the trees on the other side. You come through one section where all the trees seem to have bowed out from the center and created this almost orb-like clearing with Hmm. all of these different shards of moonlight coming through in shafts, like a disco ball throughout the entire thing. Wow. The Queen Mimic, yeah, leaves a a noticeable hole on either end of that as it goes plowing through it. Yeah, and each of these things would sort of make me trail off for a moment, and I'll be like, yeah, so anyway, those two were lovers, and oh, oh my, yeah, well, that's... uh... What was I saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the pilgrim is the one with the backpack. You can kind of see as as we sort of make our way through. And as you start talking about the pilgrim, the pseudopods move in front and push two trees apart, and you see in front of you this huge red and white design. It looks like a screaming skull. Oh, absolutely huge, taking up basically your entire field of view at the other end of this small clearing. Well, now, Diglin, that doesn't look like the way out. And Diglin says, yeah, something does not feel good here. And she turns around and yells out, like, we might need a hand. And as she says that, this design starts to rise up off the ground, and a bunch of huge legs. Oh, God. Spider legs start to make their way up from the ground around it. This big, sickly green, shining abdomen with this design of a red and white screaming skull on the abdomen, on the back, it starts to rise up uh, these huge, like, jumping spider-style eyes in the front with lots more under it, big, wicked fangs under the bottom, and it starts to rise up 
in front of you and this screech comes out and as it screeches it starts to run forward towards the oh. towards the cabin and the cabin also screeches and starts running forward towards it <laughs> long lost yes. brothers or sisters uh. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Yeah, they're going to hug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're definitely going to hug. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Daphne. I haven't seen you in an age. <laughs> and we're going to roll initiative. Even sleepy people? Are we going to roll initiative with disadvantage? This, uh, this, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. No problem. <laughs> Happy to help. I was bad enough at initiative. Woof. I rolled. I got a 10, which is close to the lowest I can roll. I also got a 10. <laughs> same number twice. I also got a 10. I got a 9. Uh, Rowan? I got a dirty 20. Ben? 6. I don't mind Nine going matters. late because I'm a grave cleric. So it's actually better if you guys die or I waste spell slots healing you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This All thing right. is the Six, size of the mimic house, this spider. Yes. Yeah. This thing is the size of the the mimic house. That's we get a rough dimension on that again. How tall is the mimic house again when it's standing up? Big Big enough Uh, for the caravan to sit in the yard and be carried. Yeah, in the cabin. But how tall is it? I would say about seventy feet. Oh god. So Jellybean is like a normal sized spider compared to this thing. Yes. This spider would see Jellybean and be like, "Ew, a spider." I didn't write down the name of this spider when they told us. Yeah, I didn't it was called it. the Shrieking Skull. Oh, well, well that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Why do they call it that? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Make some cool <laughs> weapons out of this thing. Uh, so, Rowan, you are up first. Yeah, I, I guess the first thing I do is call out. Uh, everybody, wake up! Uh, like, that. and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wake up! Wake up! And then. Um, yeah, I guess the first thing I'll do is I'll, uh, my insightful fighting. Right, let me... That's insight against its deception, I guess. Okay. It's real sneaky. Not too deceitful. Untrustworthy spider. 23. You win! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Got a two. Seed <laughs> your sneak attack against that target regardless. Uh, unless I have disadvantage. Uh, oh, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm also uh, not going to move. That was my bonus. So I'm going to take my action to uh, take my crossbow, little hand crossbow, and I'm going to try to, um, yeah, this is just shot from the hip to try to, to try to get it. Plus six is uh, 18. So yeah, just uh, just kind of a instinct reflex shot from the hip at 16. Okay, yeah, uh, that's a hit. And sneak attack dice. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So you, yeah, take, take careful aim and you fire down on this huge spider as it's moving towards you. The, I think the size of the crossbow bolt, it just kind of disappears into the mass of it. Yeah. As it's rushing forward, it doesn't sort of flinch back or anything. It just, it, it is just a locomotive coming towards you. Yeesh. And then as you do that, you feel like the hairs on your neck oh, no. stand up and you hear this strange like crackling hiss mm. behind you. And you and Diglin are suddenly taken by surprise as three smaller blue and white spiders just materialize around you. Great. Okay. So that is a 19 and a 12 to hit. The 12 misses. Okay. So one of them you managed to move backwards. The second one is going to bite into you. No. Uh, and you can make a constitution save. Uh, 11. 11 is just enough. Oh, sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah, as you as you move away from one, the other one comes in and just manages to skim the side, just like ripping through a bit of your shirt with this wicked fang mm-hmm. that comes in at you. You can feel the burn of poison trying to work its way into your bloodstream, but you do manage. It, it was just a, a brief enough hit that it doesn't yeah. take, but you do take 12 Yikes. piercing damage. Okay. And the third one comes after Diglin and you see her spin. She manages to like path her machete into her hand and stick it up under the two fangs to keep them away from her. Just nice. barely fending it off. And That's then cool. Star, it's your turn. I guess he wakes up from the repeated shouting and probably the gigantic <laughs> screeching. Yeah, it's uh, not not hard to hear. Also, everything is rattling around now because the whole, right. this it's no longer 
protecting you inside of it. It is at full charge right now. Cool. Yeah, he's going to just basically run for the door, grab his uh, rapier and dagger on the way out, and then uh, throws open the door to see what they're facing. I guess throws open the door and sees Rowan facing the blue spiders, you said? Yeah, there's three blue and white spiders all around him. Uh, on their backs, you can actually see what looks like... It's like they're wearing skeleton costumes. Like, you know, that that sort of black and white rib cage effect mm. coming uh, across their, their spinners? Is any one of them, like, isolated? Like, can I pick up, like, is any... You know what I mean? Any uh, any way that I can get within five feet of him and not be have him not within five feet of something else? Uh, <laughs> no, both of them are engaged with uh, Rowan and Diglin. Uh, so they are like above you too. They're up on the wall. So if you if you want to try to like do something oh, I to surprise okay. them, you know what I mean? Like they popped in on top of the wall on top of Rowan and Diglin. Oh, okay, cool. Star's going to run up the side of the, like he's going to run around and run up the side of the house to try to come at them from like an orthogonal angle. I feel like jumping a far distance would be athletic. How far is it? From the house to the wall? Yeah, so I think I think the path you would be taking would be like from the house to the caravan to the wall. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, no risk, no reward. Let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled by accident and got <laughs> if a nine. A if nine. He's jumping off the caravan, can I use my reaction to throw like, me and yeah. to throw him? Throw him? Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I'm up there, like I'm on top so of the take, caravan. Take advantage right on the athletic. Sweet. Okay. So yeah, Star Sweet. runs up to the runs up the side of the caravan, and just as he's running, just yells, "Bree, throw me!" <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got an eight on the second roll. Oh, an eight. Oh, okay. No. You didn't <laughs> so say think... which direction. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So you you run up, you step into Bree's grip, and Bree, I feel like you maybe are have done this maneuver before, but with another lizard folk. Uh, so you give it your all, yeah. uh, and you throw. So, Star, so Rowan, you see Star actually get hurled over you. Oh no! Uh, and Can so I, Star, oh, no. you're going to be on the outside of the of the mimic. So you like land on one of the pseudopods outside, and it just takes everything just to hold onto it. Okay. Oh, with, no. with my uh, with, do my do. Do my slippers of slider spider climb help me uh, hold on a bit? Yes, for sure. I, I okay, will make cool. you make a check to hold on because uh, okay. you have a climb speed and the slippers. But yeah, you overshoot it, and now you're on the outside, in between okay. the mimic and the big thing. That seems fair, and that's <gasps> amazing. And Bree, it's your turn. I'm going to follow much in the same reaction of trying to jump to the house and then over to where the spiders are, uh, the little blue ones, and uh, mm -hmm. just try to dive down with uh, the javelin. You know. Grabbing my, grabbing my shield, grabbing my, my trident as I get up, uh, and then running for that. Okay, make an athletics. Nine. Nine. Oh <laughs> so you as well jump over, uh, and I, I guess you don't make it quite far enough, so you're going to grab just the edge uh, and just sort of be dangling there. So on your weighted next down turn, by all that meat. Mechanically, you're prone. Okay. Uh, but you're just hanging on to the edge, so you, you don't actually fall to the ground. Kara. Kara, as um, a gray and black mottled snake, surges out of the door, and I'm going to lunge at one of them and uh, try and squeeze it. So they're pretty far away. Okay. Um, what is the snake's movement? I have 30 movement. 30 won't be able to get you there, because okay. uh, you have to go like across the courtyard. Like They were cutting space by jumping from house to caravan to wall. Okay. In that case, I guess I'll use my dash. Yeah, so with a dash, I think you can make your way like up Bree. Bree's tail is down pretty close to the ground, so by standing up on your weird snake haunches, you can make your way up Bree. I have an important question. Eat. Is this snake like like a couple of feet, or is this like an anaconda-sized snake? Big. Real it's big. It's big. Okay, it's a real big. Yeah. Oh, so you were asleep as like a like an anaconda from anacondas in, <laughs> pretty in much. the cabin. <laughs> pretty much. Like, like, like a Bree-sized yeah. snake. <laughs> Close. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's not giving Bree nightmares to her childhood growing up in a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> no. Definitely not. Uh, and Valen, your turn. I think I like was maybe just starting to fall asleep when they called out. So like somewhat dozedly, uh, I, I jump up and, and grab my satchel and, and head out the door. Can I see three spiders and the giant one, or just the three spiders? 
Uh, you can see three spiders. I think you'd be able to see sort of the looming form of the giant one getting closer. The back of its abdomen mm-hmm. is sticking straight up at this point to sort of show off that uh, that skull pattern. Rough estimate on distance? 60 feet away. Okay, so I can't get all of them. Uh, so I will, yeah, just like, uh, oh dear, uh, hold out the, the orb and cast. I'm going to go with the magic missile at second level. Okay. Um, so that is four darts. Um, so I'll send two and two. So uh, the two that are attacking Rowan, four, five, six damage to one of them. Okay. And eight damage to the other. And maybe, yeah, I think I might actually climb up onto the caravan to try and get like a better line of sight, like over the wall. Yeah, so climbing up onto the caravan, uh, you can see all the way over the wall and you do see now this the the full scale of this huge spider that's running towards you. Two of the pseudopods of the cabin are up in the air above, like they're about to slam down on it, and yeah. it is just running forward, mouth agape. Yeah, so I'll, I'll sort of like crouch on top of the the caravan, like holding on as we like rock around. Okay, and Ben. And then uh, Grogly gets up and follows Valen out. Just oh, oh, God, um, and. The closest spider to Ben uh, that's messing with Rowan can make a wisdom save as he throws out a hand while holding his amulet. Right on brand, they get a 16. Cool. There is a small <laughs> ding. <laughs> <laughs> ding. And, uh, you Ben's, just woke up. <laughs> Ben's, Ben's hand lowers and he just like, uh, like his <laughs> shoulders slump. <laughs> and that's my turn. Love okay. a Sindor. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, on, man. <laughs> with that, this huge spider and the queen mimic collide. And immediately as they come together, you feel the ground under you sort of shiver. Uh, Rowan, you notice that the two spiders that are on you, as they try to like raise up their legs again to bite you, they are mm-hmm. stuck and you are not. Oh. Uh, so the mimic has kind of activated its sticky floor and trapped the three spiders on the ground. So everybody in the next round, their speed is zero and you all get advantage on them. Excellent. Amazing. As it, yeah, just starts wailing on this big spider. So that as they collide together, you see the pseudopods just wrap around the spider and sort of wrestle it to the ground. You're all thrown forward. So, uh, Star, yeah. <laughs> you I was going to ask just, about that. Yeah, so this, as you're like holding on, you're sort of, there's like a moment of relief as you grab the pseudopod, and then it starts being raised way up in the air, and you see it start to come slamming down on oh, the jade no. spider. Um, so, how would you like to deal with that? Uh... Is it getting raised over like the flat part of the ground? Like how tall how tall are we talking? You fall off the front which puts you about 30 feet off the ground. Right. Uh, and then it gets raised over the top of the whole structure. So that brings you up to about 100 feet. Oh boy, okay. Uh Star's going to start to try to run down the length of the pseudopod full feline agility kitty. So if you want to use your feline agility instead of doing a skill check, I will I'll I'll say cuz that would give you enough movement to just get down. Uh, I'm gonna do an acrobatics check actually instead. Okay. I yeah. I actually you read acrobatics. It literally says covers your attempt to stay on your feet in tricky situations. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the dice were not friendly to me today. Seventeen. Where where do you want to end up? I'm going to the base of the tentacle, so I'd like to get as close to the fighting as possible. I guess. With with a seventeen, I'll say that you can get on off the tentacle and onto the wall just on the opposite side of the fighting. Oh, perfect. Okay. Because you, you can just stick on with your claws and your shoes. Great. Sounds good. Okay. Ben and Valen are next to the caravan. Yeah. So the two of you hear this crackling hiss sound, and you feel a strange, like, veil of sticky web pass over your faces as, like, it's being dropped from above. And then you can see it, and it's just this thick blanket of web that has fallen over you. And then you feel a lot of crawling legs as a, as a couple of swarms of very small versions of these spiders start crawling over you. Gross. And they are going to attack. So for Valen, that is a uh, five. Very bad. 
And for Ben, it is a 12. 12. 12, so that's a hit. Uh, so you take 11 piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, I think Ben is just like, ow, 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 and like slapping himself all over. Any poison? No, no poison. Oh, that's good. They only a little. Uh, oh, and... Ben is allergic to spider bites. Fuck. Oh, no, he's only I allergic should... to the non-poisonous one. Why would I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you see Diglin attack the spider that she is after as she reaches down and grabs the other machete from around her, uh, from her belt. The ice one is busy trying to keep the spider away from her, but she's going to make some attacks with advantage. And she still misses the first one. Oh my god. She rolled a seven and a three twice. Oh. With advantage. <laughs> she is busy. And Rowan, it's back to you. Yeah, the first thing I'll do is uh, take a swing at um, the spider who got me that's now stuck. So that'll be my, my short sword. I just kind of pull it out of its thing and swipe with it all in the one one go. Oh, okay. Uh, 18 plus seven. I feel like that hits. That hits? Ooh, low rolled. Uh, uh, 13 damage. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to do a um, perception check on this spider, the big one. Uh, I want to get a bead on sort of what it looks like and weak points and things like that. Glowing red, right between the eyes. <laughs> uh, 15 plus 11 is uh, 26. Uh, so you look over this spider. Uh, the one that you've just injured you see is now quite injured. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it looks like it, that there's been quite a number done on it. You actually see... It doesn't look like it has weak points in particular. Like, its its shell isn't so hard that a sword can't pierce it or anything. Oh, sorry. Stop, stop, stop. I meant the big one. I meant the, the perception oh, was going to be on the one. big one. Yeah. But if since you've already started with the small one, you can just keep doing that if you want. So you can see that the big one is quite hardy. Uh, like, it is taking these big slam attacks from the... Uh, and th this is a, a cabin that you have seen just tearing a forest down effortlessly. And it is mm. taking the full brunt of its attacks and standing its ground right. uh, against it. You can also see, as you're looking across these spiders, all of them have webs that they have been standing on. The webs are taut, and they, but they only extend about five feet away from their body and then disappear. And when you actually look down, you see there's one going right through your where your shoulder so it should be going right through your shoulder but you can't feel it hmm okay uh and if that is the end of your turn uh bonus action and action it sure is then uh star rowan valen and diglin are going to make a wisdom save dice are in my favor to dig 22 11 i'm gonna use a luck point to see if i can get higher i did not the second roll was a natural one so it's going to be the first roll uh, which left me with a 15. A 15? Okay. So the big spider raises up off the ground after being sort of pummeled down, and it screeches again, and this time it sounds like it's almost a gong going off from its carapace. And this shock wave comes out from it, but rolling in slowly, like fog almost, and it just rolls across you. Uh, Star and Valen, you are under the effects of slow. Hey. Mm. Oh. <laughs> that was going to be my next turn. <laughs> Dunno, what does that do to me? On a failed save, a target Does it mean can't... that this fast cat is not fast? I mean, uh -huh. you're probably still pretty fast. <laughs> you can't take reactions. Your speed is half, and you can't make more than one attack on your turn. In addition, you can either take an action or a bonus action on your turn, but not both. Oh. The, it lasts for a minute, but you can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns. And also, is it the minus two to AC and dex saves? Uh, not this one, no. Okay, and does it affect my spell casting? Only with the action bonus action thing. Okay, sick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you can see that what happens is the this shockwave comes across and actually like hits the wall. And Valen, you are at the same level as that, so it does roll across you, but everybody mm -hmm. in the courtyard seems to be protected from it. Then a bunch of spiders are going to try to eat Rowan. Oh. Makes sense. Uh, so the first one is a 19 to hit. Yep. Second one is very high. Uh, so you can make two con saves. I will. Nat 20 for the first one. Nice. Mark it up. Um, I, six for the second one. That's okay, that one is a fail. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, so for the first one, you take four piercing damage. 
Ha ha ha, that's nothing. And then the second one digs into the square of your back. Mm. Uh, and you my feel... My Achilles heel. <laughs> my Achilles <laughs> center of my back. Uh, so you take Spine, six one piercing damage. Six, okay. And then uh, nine poison damage. Woof, okay. And then the spider that you stab, you hear that sort of crackling sound again, and a bunch of webs encase it, and then it pops out of existence. You can't mm. see it anymore. Cool. Well, I don't like that. And Star, it's your turn. Uh, how far away am I from the spiders that are stuck to the ground? Uh, so you're just on the wall on the other side, so you'd only have to move five feet to get to them. Oh, okay, sweet. Then I will move up five feet and... They're still stuck to the ground, so all the other... Yeah, so one of them has disappeared, but there's still one over Rowan that's stuck, and okay, one I'm... over Diglin that's stuck. Okay, I'm going for the... I'll go for the one for Rowan. Okay. And uh, make an attack. Uh, 18 plus bloody blah nine, so 27. That's a hit. Uh, 17 damage. 17, okay. Yes, that's really all I can do. Do I, I roll the save again? Uh, yeah, at the end of your turn, you roll the save. Okay, I got 12 this time. <laughs> that is still a fail. Damn it. I'll just keep going up by one, and then we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, you'll figure out the DC then. Uh, Bree. Okay, so this uh, two-headed, part lizard, part snake monster climbs up over the walls. Um, <laughs> and seeing that one of these spiders is being ganged up on by Rowan and Star, turns to the one next to Diglin and roars loudly as I rage and shoot lightning out of my mouth. It can make a deck save. Ten. It fails and takes one lightning damage. Watch out. Oh, no. Assuming it's, assuming it's not actually dead, I'm going to stab it then twice with my trident. <laughs> okay. It's not dead. Um, 18 hits. 18's a hit. And 17. 17's also a hit. Great. Oh, I did about six? There was no 16. <laughs> He's on to 17 us. damage. <laughs> Ooh. That rage damage. Basically, uh, just getting up on top of that wall, roaring, and then just, like, leaping down with the trident um, to just start stabbing down at it over and over. So, yeah, you do kind of take it by surprise and actually force it down almost onto Diglin. Like, the teeth come even closer to her as it falls down, and she just holds it up with the machete. And Kara, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to squeeze that one that's near Rowan. Squeeze it right. Right to death. <laughs> My snake stat. Make that roll a 22 to hit. That's a hit. All right. The ball and ass snake. I was expecting you to be like, oh, my snake skills make me a seven. Ah, no. I rolled an 18, so it's not that great, but it's it's okay. And it takes four squeezing damage. You can see it. It is like struggling against you. And yeah, I guess, Rowan, you get a bit of relief as the huge snake starts to... uh, What are you you, like doing to it? As a snake, it's restrained until the next... Oh, sweet. Okay. Big hug. Big snake hug. Yep. It uh, has to beat a DC 14 uh, grapple. And Valen, it's your turn. Is the big giant scary spider within 40 feet of the blue and white spiders? Uh, Yes. It's like on the other side of the wall now. The two of them are just beating the shit out of each other. Could a 40 foot cube hit the big giant spider, those two spiders, and the swarms? If you ran the swarms over there. So they're not within that 40 feet? No, not right now. Feeling the effects, you can play that game, and I will cast slow, and they can make wisdom saves, the the three spiders that I can see. So the spider over Rowan gets a 16. Pass. The spider over Diglin gets an 8. Fail. And the big ol' spider gets a 13. Fail. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, so they, they have minus two to AC and their deck saving throws. Okay. Can't use reactions, either action or bonus action. I don't know if anything they're doing counts as casting a spell or not. Uh, no. Okay, then that's irrelevant. And yeah, I, I'll, I'll cast that and then just start like waving my hands frantically trying to brush off the millions of spiders swarming me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, what I'll do too is I'll give the, I'll give the mimic plus one on its rolls against the spider. So there's like a, a mimic winning side of the chart and a right. yeah. spider winning side. So it'll lean towards the mimic a little bit. Okay. And then it is cool. Ben. Ben is uh, swatting. Go, ow, 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 ow. And swatting at the spiders. One 
bites him right on the back of his hand and whacks it off um, his hand. He, he knocks it off his hand. We all got it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> you're you're ruining it. his Spider-Man joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I and now I turn into a spider. And no, uh, uh, so he knocks the spider off his hand and sees the oh. ring of animal friendship on his finger, and he uh oh right and casts fear on the all the beasts within thirty feet. Sweet. Can we put the crown on uh, the big spider? We, <laughs> I was thinking about it, putting it on it and trying to <laughs> talk it down. Um, so that'll yeah, so hit both of the swarms and both of the spiders. Excellent. Wisdom 13. Okay. Uh, nat 20 for one swarm. Right. Cool. Very great. Nat 20 yep. for two swarms. Well, Rigged. Fucking awesome. killer. What? Then an 11 for one of the big spiders and a six for the other one. Okay. The Two big ones uh, must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest uh, available route on each of your turns. Uh, once it gets out of line of sight, it can make a wisdom saving throw. Again, break fear. Okay. It's awesome that the ones I wanted to get fear didn't. Love it. Uh, and <laughs> as a bonus action, I'll uh, uh, bend uh, his eyes glow white and he turns into a half bird, half boy. Okay. All cop. <laughs> <laughs> So then the, the sort of monstrous battle continues. Uh, uh, so you all sort of raise off the ground a little bit as you see the, the giant spider outside the shrieking skull. Uh, the legs sort of move their way around the, the house and force it down to the ground. And you just see this huge like bite go into one of the pseudopods and the whole thing starts writhing back and forth. So you see the two big spiders become unstuck, and off of its back, you hear that crackle sound again, and two more of these large spiders jump off of its back towards Star and Rowan at the front of the group. Well, they're in a real bucket of tune in next wonder time and neat blunder channel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> How them damn caravan boys are gonna get out of this one? Hello, it's Mike Friday, your dungeon mom. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. I also have a riddle for you. Who is the best? Who do we love very much? And who should head over to patreon.com slash wonderandblunder and find out if they can support us financially in exchange for rewards that will be released sometime, eventually. You can donate as little as $1 to get a shout out at the beginning of the show, but there's all sorts of perks to unlock. We would appreciate it, but not as much as we appreciate you. Did you get that at the beginning, the riddle? It was you. You, you were the answer to the riddle. Oh, I probably wasn't supposed to tell you. Now it won't come true. Or is that Star Wishes? Oof, anyway, I'm lost. Let's get back to familiar ground. Keep being the best. We love you very much. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye.